you're a virgin who can't drive. You're a virgin. Okay, guys, I'm going to start this episode off a little different than usual. Big old happy birthday to my boy, Victor. Who's Victor, you might ask? Good question. A G. A legend. A legend in the making. He's a legend right now, but um, his birthday. His birthday. I missed it. I missed it. I'm so sorry, buddy. Which, it's so frustrating because we had a conversation about birthdays less than a week ago. Less than a week ago, we were on a phone call, and we're literally arguing about, like, knowing each other's birthdays, and I was like, no, I know it, and then I was like, I, I'm not gonna miss it, it's in a week, there's no way I miss your birthday, guess what I did, I miss your freaking birthday, so I came on here to tell you, because, listen, I know this dude's listening, I know he is, because he tells me every time, I tell you all the time, dude, you don't have to listen to this, like, I don't know why this kid listens to everyone, I tell him, like, Dude, don't do that to yourself. You don't gotta do it. I just film because it fulfills me. Don't put yourself through that torture. He's like, nah, I'll just listen to it. Like, if I'm just hanging out, I just put it in the car. And I was like, I. So this is how this went down. We were in a chat, and something got brought up where like 18 was the age restriction or something. And he's like, well, now I can do it because you know I'm 18. And I'm like, yeah cool and he like keeps making jabs at like i'm 18 i'm 18 i'm 18 literally flies right over my head i responded to this clicked off the conversation it was like five minutes later and then it clicked i was like oh my gosh your birthday i suck i say this almost every podcast i'm like i suck i suck i suck and i'm sure people are like no sarah you don't suck no it's true i really do remembering crap unless i write it down in an agenda like a fifth grader it is going into my ears and right out the other side i feel like if i made freaking merch for this it would just be like i suck and i'm rotting in hell speaking of rotting in hell yeah that's exactly where i'm going so it was brought to my attention by my father that my aunt sue the one i like kind of poked fun at in the last episode uh she's like terminally ill she is very very sick she's not doing too well and i heard about this and i was like yeah this is great great timing sarah You have impeccable timing. Like, this woman, every time I have seen her, she's, like, running 5Ks. She is literally thriving as far as fitness goes. Still a bitch. Like, I'm just gonna say that. But as far as her fitness life goes and health, she's doing, like, the best out of the whole family. And now, after I, like, poked a little fun, she's, like, terminally ill. I was like, damn. That's rough. I feel bad. I feel really bad. And... I am wishing her the best and wishing her well, but I was like, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely going, taking the highway to hell. Like, ACDC, they had it right because that is the theme song to my life. I am taking the highway to hell and I'm freaking driving that bus. Oh, the devil, we're going to be kicking it soon because not my finest hour. That just goes along with I suck, so... If you didn't think I suck, now you definitely think I suck, because, damn, nothing is more evil than picking on someone who's terminally ill, you know? Nothing really just makes you look like a complete dick. 
like making fun of someone who is going to die. That sets the bar real low. You know what I'm saying? And I apologize for that. But the thing is, like, I don't know. This is, like, a controversial topic. I actually was talking about this with someone the other day. Every time someone dies, all we talk about at the funeral is, like, they were such a good person. We love them. Blah, blah, blah. That's awesome. And I think you should. Like, they're gone now. Why, like, unfold old drama and crap. But also, don't, like, fabricate them into something they're not. Like, when I die, I really hope people are like, Sarah was cool, she was really nice, but, like, if I end up, you know, after this podcast, you know, if I die, then it's gonna be unfortunate, because if these are my last words, I'm definitely gonna have a different funeral than I would have yesterday. Um, I would hope people would be, like, real. I would hope people wouldn't be fake at the funeral, be like, she was the nicest person in the world. No! Like, if I was a dick, say, she was a dick, but, like, I'm sad she's dead. Like, I don't wish death upon anyone. It'd be the same as if I died and someone was like, she was a pro athlete. I wasn't. I I literally was in the complete opposite. So why would you fabricate a lie? You know what I'm saying? Just be like, Sarah was a lazy sack of crap, filmed the podcast once in a while, and made fun of dying people. So, I... You know, like, at least be 100%, like, be real. Yeah, I want to share that with you guys. I'm going to hell, so anyone who's joining me, <laughs> happen the best. Uh, speaking about going to hell, I talked about a little last episode because of, like, the whole Easter mass laughing in the middle of it debacle. I have a couple stories that, like, <laughs> if I'm just gonna bring myself down, I'm gonna bring myself down. I don't really have a plan for this podcast, so we're just rolling with it. So, uh, let's start with this first one. I almost burnt down a church a couple years back. Not on purpose. I wasn't, you know, I'm not like an arson fiend. But if you've ever been to a Catholic church, and I'm sure other churches do this too. I just don't know. There's like a set of candles. And basically you pay a dollar in this donation box. And you get to light a candle. And basically it's like a prayer candle essentially. So you're like, light this candle. I pray that my aunt starts to feel better. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should go light, like, 12 of them. You know what? What time is church closed? Because I actually should probably, like, bust down the doors and be like, I'm sorry, Aunt Sue, I'm going to light every candle for you. Please. Please. <laughs> Dude. I, like, actually feel bad. Like, this has been on my head. I'm like, oh, you're so mean. This is why I don't make fun of people. Like, it just bites you in the ass. Like, instant karma. Like, there was... Anyways, back to the story. So... I was standing at this mass with my grandfather, and I was like, can I light a candle? He's like, sure. So, he's not really paying attention, and, you know, I'm, like, lighting this candle, because he assumes, you know, it's, like, age 10. I assume they can poke a stick into a flame and place on another one and blow out the stick. Well, um, apparently that was too hard for me, and I ended up lighting the candle and just staring at the fire as it burned down the stick, and then it got really close to my fingers, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm gonna get burned. So I threw it on the ground at this church. Mind you, like, the whole church is wood and carpet. Not exactly. You know, I'm pretty flammable sources, I would say. And my grandfather turns around and he's like, what? Like, you can't swear in church. So, you know, he probably said something like, what the heck? But I know in his head he was like, what the fuck? What the hell is this kid doing? And he turns around and he starts stomping on this puppy. He's like, looks at me, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, I am so sorry, grandfather. 
I was getting a little hot towards my fingertips and I was not having it. So I just gave it a good old drop. And I just stood there like in shock. Like I was going to fully let this whole church just start on fire. No issues, no qualms. I was like, eh, it happens. Uh, so definitely going to hell for that because I feel like attempted arson on a church really puts you at the bottom of the barrel. You know what I'm saying? This next one's actually like... <laughs> I don't know why I did this. I literally can't deal with serious crap. When funerals come around, I, like, just turn off emotions. I think it's, like, a defense mechanism. I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist or whatever it's called. Like, maybe I'm just... I'm probably just a bitch. Like, that's probably it. But my grandmother, she passed away recently. Um, and by recently, I mean, it was actually, like, this time last year. And... It was expected it was coming, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going to get into that because that's sad. But wish her the best. She's not suffering anymore. It's all good. Anywho, so we attend her funeral, obviously. When me and my sister go to sit down, everyone's basically, like, in their seats. It's pretty dead silent and the funeral's about to take place. So we sit down. Catholic churches, they have pews, which are, like, basically folding down kneelers because for some of throughout the mass like you're standing you're sitting you're kneeling it's a whole workout okay it's like aerobics up in there at this church instead of having like a folding down kneeler it was just a bench that like slid out from the pew in front of you for some stupid reason um my foot got caught on this kneeler i go to pull it out for me and my sister before we sit and i flip the entire thing, like, the whole thing just flips. Does a big old 360, and you can't get away with anything in church. You know the whole phrase, like, you could hear a pin drop? That is a church to the T. Because not only do you have, like, the silence working against you, you have, like, that echo. It's like a regents. You know when you're, like, taking a big test in the gym of your school? Nothing, nothing echoes more in that time or could be heard more than during that period of silence you could try like the whole stomp your feet or shuffle or something but I promise you your fart will echo so every single person in that gym can hear you from across the room the farthest seat from you they will hear it and it will be crisp and everyone will look at you and show you that face of disgust I know because like I have the loudest stomach ever and it's just like gurgles all the time you're sitting in an empty gym and then all of a sudden you hear a whale emerging out of nowhere. You're in a school. There's obviously not a whale. So you just hear, Ugh! and it's like, what is that? And then people look at you and they're like, it's your stomach, isn't it? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, David. This sliver of mint spearmint gum isn't holding me over for the next three hours. Oh, my bad. Ugh. Anywho, so we're at this church. I end up flipping this pew. It's the loudest thing I've ever heard. Like, I don't know why this was my instant reaction. If right after it flipped, without hesitation, I turned to the guy behind me to, I don't even know who was behind me, to be honest. I just look back behind me and I shake my head, give that like look of disapproval, complete disrespect, kind of like shrug my shoulders, squint my face. Like I really look disappointed. I think I even, like, squeezed out a couple tears. I even voiced without making a sound, just, like, moved my mouth. I was like, come on. Really? Really? And then I whip my head back around. My sister looks at me, and she's like, what the 
the actual hell? Why would you do that? You just completely threw this guy right under the bus. No hesitation. Funerals, I know they're supposed to make you like a nicer person. For some reason, I become a bitch. I don't know why I did it. That's the thing. Like, this was a year ago. It's not like, oh, I was 10 years old. Like, I don't remember. You do stupid things as a kid. Like, this was last year. I was 16. I this was like my first instinct was like, I time to blame the guy behind me. I, listen, if that doesn't scream I suck, I don't know what does. If that doesn't scream, wow, she's kind of a piece of crap. I don't know what does. Because that was not my finest moment. I really wish I knew who was behind me. That's the thing. I didn't even comprehend, like, who I was blaming. I just did the action and whipped my head around. That was just so rude. I owe this guy an apology letter. Like, I really do. Because after that, everyone looked at him. They were like, wow, how disrespectful. Like, their grandparent just died. And I just ditched him under the bus. I was like, oh my gosh. My grandmother was definitely looking down like, what the fuck, Sarah? What the actual heck? If my grandmother had rose from the coffin and just came over and Will Smith me across the face, I, what was I going to do with that? I would have been like, yeah, you're probably right. If she came out of the coffin and straight up John Cena'd me right in the church, St. Joseph's Cathedral, I would have been like, yeah, probably deserved that one. <laughs> that was so unnecessary. Why I had to take that guy down with me was, I mean, there was no reason. How I didn't get beat up after this funeral, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Imagine getting beat up after a funeral. Like, something's gotta really take a turn for you to go from, like, oh, I'm sad to, oh, I'm pounding this guy's face in. You know what I'm saying? Guys, I've been so, 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 so jumpy this whole day. Actually, the last three days, I would say. My sleep hasn't been prime, okay? And that's 100% the reason I've been like this. So, it all started, I'd say, three days back, okay? when my sleep schedule just started getting off course. If I don't get enough sleep, I become, like, super jumpy. I don't know, for some reason, like, everything, like, freaks me out a lot more. Because I'll just be, like, sitting in my room, and then I'll, like, look to the side and think I see a huge-ass shadow man or, like, a ghost. And I'm like, yep, I'm gonna die. The Grim Reaper is coming for me. It's my time. Come take me. And it's like, no, you're tired, so your eyes are just, like, adjusting. And they're saying, please, let us close. That's it. That's it. But for some reason, it still freaks me out. Because, you know, I'll be showering. And then next thing I know, I'm like, was that was that a little ghost I saw there? A little fandom? Definitely wasn't. You're chilling. So I've been super jumpy because of that. And then today, like, it really hit. So I'm home alone right now, okay? All that's home with me is my dogs. It feels like you can hear, like, your heartbeat in your ears, Okay. So I was already like a little spooked because I was upstairs and my upstairs is a little scary, okay? It freaks me out sometimes. It just gives me like weird vibes. I live in like a hundred plus year old house. Like, it's got creaks and cracks. You hear everything. So I was upstairs and I was already like kind of jumpy. I just got out of the shower. I didn't even have pants on. So I was like really vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? So I go upstairs and I have like this podcast blaring because, you know, if you're home alone, makes it a little less scary when you got a podcast going. I'm just like feeling super anxious, okay? So I got that like heartbeat thing in my ear and I'm like, man, I'm just so scared. Every time I move, it feels like 
someone's coming on my stairs. Now, my stairs are very distinct. Like, you cannot sneak out of this house via the stairs. Every single step creaks at a different pitch on the staircase. It's old. It's an old house and they're wooden and they're settling or whatever it's called. So, when someone's coming up the stairs, you know you can't get up the stairs, especially like an intruder. There are certain places on certain steps where it's like makes less sound and you just know you don't apply pressure there. But someone just breaking into your house, they're not going to know that. They're not there to like play hopscotch on your staircase. They don't give a fuck. They're there to get in, get what they want and get out. I'm like getting changed, but it feels like someone is coming up the stairs, like creaking little by little. And it's it's freaking me out. I'm getting majorly spooked. Of course, my dogs are all in their crates too. So I'm like, geez, if there was ever a time I need my dog to alert, like this would be prime. There is someone in my house because I'm hearing like that, 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 that. Grab my phone. I grab my charger because I'm like, I'm leaving the house. I'm going to go to like the public library. I need to get out of here. I'm so scared or just sit outside. Like I can't be in this house right now. I come downstairs and the thudding is getting progressively louder. You know what it was? It was my freaking washer and dryer in our basement. That's what was scaring me. A washer and a dryer. It was on the spin cycle. I was like, you stupid son of a gun. So, anywho, that spooked me a little bit. But let me tell you what spooked me the absolute most. So, at 3 in the morning, mind you, if you get woken up at 3 in the morning, that is already putting you on edge. Anytime I just, like, jolt awake at 3 in the morning and I, like, look over at my clock and realize what time it is, I am on edge. I'm either one staying in my bed and like forcing myself back to sleep, like putting on my eye mask and be like, hey, if a demon's standing above me and I can't see it, it's not really there. Or like if I have to pee and it's three in the morning, I'm not peeing. I'm holding that shit in until it's four o'clock. I'll set a timer for an hour. I'm not moving It is if it is three in the morning. So last night, my dog, Gorgie, he like sleeps in my room always. He jumps off my bed. So that's what jolts me awake originally and then is standing at my window just barking and groveling I'm like that's really freaking weird it's three in the morning now my dog is like known he like barks a lot but is at the UPS truck at the mailman no one was outside at three in the morning not a squirrel not nothing there was now he's a dog maybe he saw a fox sometimes we got like little foxies running around but he normally doesn't give a crap about that, especially during the middle of the night. Normally, he just sleeps. Like, if he's tired, he doesn't alert to anything. He just wants to sleep. To make matters ten times worse, both of my windows are open. I, there are, like, four windows in my bedroom. And, and, of course, because the weather was nice, I cracked all of them open. So, they're all, like, it's not even a crack. They're gaping open. And all you gotta do is pull down the screen to get in. If someone's listening and is intending to break into my house, like, please don't. But it's really not that hard to, okay? So, I get these gaping windows open. My dog's growling. Now, I'm on the second floor. So, most people would be like, yeah, no biggie. I'm on the second floor. Who's going to get me? But, you know, my mind doesn't think like that. It's 3 in the morning. My dog's growling. Windows are wide open. I feel, like, completely exposed. And... You know, when you're jolted awake in the middle of the night anyways, like, you're kind of on edge, okay? Like, my heart was pounding out of my chest, let alone, like, the dog barking spooked me. Like, there was just a lot working against me in this situation. Try not to shit my pants, and I walk over to my windows, and 
I look out of them and I'm like, if a guy just stabs a knife in this window right now, like through the screen and kills me, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to die is what I'm going to do. So I'm like peeking. I'm looking. There's nothing out there. It's just a roof. No one's on the roof, but I'm terrified. So I shut all my windows. I locked them. I was like, there's no way I'm opening those suckers again. And I just crawl back in bed and I put on like an audiobook full blast and try to just cradle myself to sleep out of fear. Now you're probably like, Sarah, you're on the second floor. Like I was with you until you said the second floor thing, but like, that's kind of a puss move. Let me tell you why it's not okay so i've been a little bit of a true crime enthusiast lately i saw a case where this guy kidnapped this girl you know everyone's vulnerable got their windows gaping wide open and he was like watching her secretly and he saw she left her window open and during the night when no one expected it crawled up a ladder and held the gun to her head and was like if you scream i'll shoot all of your siblings i know you have other siblings and I was not about to have that situation myself. And why anyone would kidnap me, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty annoying. Like, I think they'd probably either kill me off or return me. No questions asked. That was my instant thought. Okay, it's the middle of the night. Like, that is where my head went. I was like, this is the time that true crime becomes my life. Like, I was always like, wow, true crime's so cool. Yeah, it's so cool until it's you. It's so cool until you're the dead kid. Haha, <laughs> so funny. Let's talk about this real quick. Dogs are great. And I get a lot of people get them to make them feel safer. And I definitely was, like, glad my dog was there and stuff. But at the same time, there was no one in this world that puts me on edge like my dog either. This little doggo likes to just randomly bark at things. And I don't know why it spooks me so bad. But if your dog is just sitting growling at your closet and barking... That's gonna freak you out a bit because, like, dogs have that sick smell. Dogs have that intuition. The things that make us feel safer because we're like, oh, they can spot out the bad things better. It's all fun and games until you think you're safe and then they're like, no, you're not safe. You're just chilling, reading a book, you know, being a little scholar. And next thing you know, your dog's just grumbling viciously at your closet. And you're like, so, Monster Sink is real. And a full-ass monster's gonna come out and just kill me even when my dog randomly sits and barks he used to do that in our attic just sit and just bark at the closet and i'm like please don't please don't there's like a creepy crawl space and i just always feel like uh, there's a ghost or something i'd rather honestly see something and my dog's barking at it then there just be nothing there and my dog is like freaking out my dog will like vibrate and growl and i was like Dude, you're freaking me out. Like, he's actually looks petrified. His hair goes fully up on his back. I was like, yep, you're super scared, but I'm not. So what am I missing here? So dogs, if you're listening, any dogs out there, um, please, please refrain from just spastically freaking out out of nowhere at nothing. It's really not even the out of nowhere. It's the at nothing. Like a random door that like leads to a closet or a basement, or room, like, just, it's like, literally nothing startles me more than that. I hate when people do this. Actually, I do this, so I don't know what I'm talking about. I hate when you're talking to someone, and 
the person you're talking to just slowly starts like making eye contact with stuff behind you whether like it's just small glances or like long ass stares freaks me out i'm like what's behind me what's behind me where you can't make eye contact with me like most of the time people are just bored and they're like oh my gosh look at that guy's haircut that's coming out of the grocery store like it's really not anything fantastic or like scary but it still nerves you and like i said i'm like one i'm so guilty of this i'm so guilty of this because my older sister this is i think one of her like top peppies is one will be talking And let's say she's, like, facing me and her back's to the window. If I, like, even glance out the window for one minute, she's like, what the fuck's behind me? Does a full, like, 180 with her head. 360, maybe, like, an hour. She's like, just fully snaps back and was like, what, what? Like, oh, I just saw a bird. Thought it was cute. And sorry. Anyways, back to your conversation. So, I'm, like, really guilty of this. But, I mean, that's scary, too. Like, the middle of the night... You're just sitting in, like, a dark room, and the person's, like, just glancing at the lamp behind you. I'm like, what? Is it levitating? Guardian Leviosa? You know when you're in a room, and you can feel people staring at you, or, like, someone's making eye contact with you? I feel that when I don't get enough sleep all the time. Like, everywhere I go, I will be completely alone, just sitting on the toilet in my bathroom, and I'll be like, I feel like someone's peeking at me through a little hole. Someone's, like, in the toilet bowl just staring up at my asshole right now. I literally have to look down. I was like, oh, okay, I'm safe. I'm safe. No one's there. That's what it feels like. It's just because I have not had enough sleep and I'm completely on edge to begin with. I'm just like, I feel like Michael Jackson. Like, sometimes I feel like somebody's watching me. Well, I'm going to end it here. Peace out from a big old verge who's a little bit spooked at the moment hopefully i don't die that would really suck like what a damper on the week that would be you know what i'm saying if i do though come to the funeral i want my funeral to be a party there's three things required for my funeral one a deep dish of mac and cheese you know like that mac and cheese you see videos on instagram where they like pull it out of the sauce and like the cheese is just stringing down And you feel like if you get too big of a bite, you're definitely going to choke on the cheese. So one of those, okay? Disco ball. I feel like that'd be pretty gnarly at a funeral. Not sure how many people have done that. A three. A compostable casket. Like, put me in a wicker basket or something. Why? One, casket price is so expensive. So expensive. Two, if I'm going to be dead... Like, am I going to know the difference? Like, it's not going to matter. Okay, three. Save the environment. Oh, actually, no. You know what I want to get done? This is what my sister wants done. You can, like, be planted and grown into a tree or something like that. Like, they plant you by a tree. Or I I don't know exactly how it works. Like, don't ask me the mechanics of this. But I think that's a dope idea. I was like, wait, I want to be a tree? It's like Percy Jackson. Have you guys, if you've never read... Percy Jackson, I think it's like the second book. I truthfully only read the first book and then watched the movies. This girl, she dies, and when she dies, she like turns into a tree and she ends up like coming out of the tree and she's like, Surprise, I'm alive. And I'm like, This is magnificent. So if I could do that in the afterlife, I'd be down. I'd definitely be down. So from a big old virgin who can't try.